Good morning, everybody. Today is day four, actually day five, um, because one day I did two scriptures and one bonus episode. So yeah, today is actually day five, but it's the fourth episode that I'm recording. And today we're going to actually be talking about Joseph again. Yesterday we talked about Jacob which is Joseph's father. Um, But I gave you a little bit of background about Joseph and his story, and I told you that it was my favorite story in the Bible, and it still is. And honestly, I haven't read it in probably like a year and a half. Um, So I just want to talk to you guys about about the story today. Um, It's the fifth day of our Do Not Fear, or A Year of No Fear Bible Verses. So I'm going to read from verse 16 through 21. So if you have your Bible, I'm in Genesis chapter 50, verse 16 through 21. So they, Joseph's brothers, sent this message to Joseph. Before your father died, he instructed us to say to you, please forgive your brothers for the great wrong they did to you, for their sin in treating you so cruelly. So we, the servants of the God of your father, beg you to forgive our sin. When Joseph received the message, he broke down and wept. Then his brothers came and threw themselves down before Joseph. Look, we are your slaves, they said. But Joseph replied, don't be afraid of me. Am I God that I can punish you? You intended to harm me, but God intended it all for good. He brought me into this. He brought me to this position so I could save the lives of many people. No, Don't be afraid. I will continue to take care of you and your children. So he reassured them by speaking kindly to them. Genesis chapter 50 verse 20 is like my favorite verse ever. It was the first verse that God really like spoke to me about my situation. The enemy intended to harm me, but God intended it all for good. He brought me to this position so I could save the lives of many people. So the enemy meant to harm me. He came to steal, kill, and destroy. And if you've listened to this podcast or listened to my testimony, then you would know a little bit of the backstory. But the enemy meant to kill, steal, kill, and destroy. God turned it all for good. No, it was not his will for my life, but he turned it all for good. So basically what happened in this story is that their father just died. And Joseph's brothers were a little bit scared that now that their dad had died, that Joseph was maybe going to take his anger out on them or have them killed. I don't know, really. But they were in fear, which is why they threw themselves down before him and said, look, we are your slaves. And full disclosure here. The reason this story means so much to me is because I I feel like I I have something great to learn from Joseph. I have something very powerful that I can learn from Joseph, which is his forgiveness. Like this man got thrown into a pit, sold into slavery, where he was imprisoned, falsely accused, forgotten about by human beings, all because of his brother's jealousy. 
but he forgave them so easily. And then not only that, he reassured them. He told them, don't be afraid. Am I God that I can punish you? And then he reassured them again and said, no, don't be afraid. I will continue to take care of you and your children. So not only did he forgive them, he reassured them by telling them not to be afraid. And then he also is going to take care of them and their children. And the Bible says that he reassured them by speaking kindly to them. So this is a different one because it's coming from a person. It's coming from Joseph. It's not God telling us not to be afraid. So in that way, it is different. And Joseph models perfectly what God does for us. I mean, we don't get to really hear from Joseph after this. Genesis chapter 50 is the last chapter of Genesis But he didn't throw it in their face. He didn't bring it back up. If you read the whole story, when Joseph meets his brothers again and they don't know that it's him, he does some things that are kind of questionable. But if you really like read into it, if you really like get deep, you would understand the reason why he did those things. Um, But he had already forgiven his brothers. Like he he'd already like he'd already forgiven them. And not only that, he doesn't, he never throws it back in their face, what they did. He never, the only little inkling that he says about it is that you intended to harm me. He said, you intended to harm me, but God intended it all for good. And when you get saved, when you get born again, God does the same thing. He tells you not to be afraid. And that's what we're going through now. He reassures you. And he forgives you. And he forgets all of your sin. He forgives and he forgets. And he restores and he redeems. He treats you as if you're new and that you've never sinned a day in your life. And here, Joseph forgives them and he reassures them. He doesn't throw their sin back in their face. And he says that he's going to take care of them. He's going to provide for them, which are all things that our our Father, our Heavenly Father does. And if the Father is in us, if we have Jesus living in us and the Father is in us, because Jesus is in the Father and the Father is in Jesus, and Jesus is in us and we are in him. If we have the Father living in us, we should be able to walk out forgiveness like he does. Yes, God is perfect, and yes, it's easy for him to do that. It can be an easy thing for us to do, too. It doesn't have to be difficult. It doesn't have to be a process of forgiveness. It's a choice. It's you handing that burden. It's not even your burden to carry. It's handing that burden over to God. This isn't my burden to carry. He says that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Why is this my burden to carry? It's not. It never was. So going back here and reading this story like a year and a half later shows me that I still have work to do in the in the Department of Forgiveness. And I just want to be honest and I want to be open. I just want to be honest with you guys. But it shows me that I have I have some work to do in forgiveness. Because listen, Joseph didn't have the Holy Spirit living in him. He didn't have Jesus who made him new, who died for his sins. 
and he didn't have the Holy Spirit dwelling on the inside of him. No one in the Old Testament did. So if Joseph could do this, how much more should we, who have our Heavenly Father, our Savior Jesus Christ, and his holy perfect spirit that lives in us, how much more should we be able to do these things? I'm not going to say that it was hard for Joseph, because the Bible doesn't say that it was hard. Actually, Joseph makes it look very easy. And he didn't have the Holy Spirit. He didn't have the things that we have today. He wasn't in this covenant. We have a better covenant than they had. So like God, Joseph tells him, don't be afraid. And then he gives him a promise. I will continue to take care of you and your children. So if you're listening today and you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I don't usually give the salvation call on these, but I felt, I feel very strongly today to to do that. If there has never been a time where you've put your life, surrendered your life to Jesus Christ and accepted him as your Lord and Savior, you can do that with me right now. Repeat this after me. Heavenly Father, I admit that I have sinned. I believe that Jesus lived, died, and rose from the grave just for my sins. I confess with my mouth that Jesus is my Lord and Savior. Holy Spirit, come into my heart and give me the power and the grace and the anointing to live for you. In Jesus' name. Amen. So if you prayed that prayer, God has given you a new heart. He has made you new. And even if you don't feel it, even if you don't feel like a new person, you accepted Jesus by faith. So accept your righteousness by faith. Because we walk by faith and we don't walk by sight. We don't walk by our feelings. We don't walk by what we see. You're going to see your same self in the mirror. But now you have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you. You have the same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead. You have Jesus Christ's spirit living in you. And he gives you power. Power to forgive. Power to live for him. Power to not be afraid. Power to walk in faith. I will have my Sunday episode out tomorrow. Be encouraged today. And if you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, continue to listen to this podcast so you can learn more about your Heavenly Father and about your Savior. Read your Bible. Get into the Word. If you don't have a Bible, download the Bible app. That's a free Bible for anybody who has a smartphone or if you have an iPad or if you have a laptop. You can download the Bible app and start reading the Bible there. And it has a lot of helpful resources and you can set reminders to, to read it daily. You can start a Bible plan to help you get in, your, to get in the word, especially over a specific thing. The word is very important. The Bible says that God exalts his word and some translations say above his name or he, he exalts his name and his word above everything else. So his name has, has his word 
is above anything else in our life. Anything else in our life. His name is above that. So there's a very important stake on the word. John chapter 1 says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. So the Bible is God itself, God himself. He, the word, Jesus, Jesus is the word, and Jesus is God. The word is God, and he can't separate from that. He cannot separate from his word. If you want to know the Father more, there are two things that you can do. You can learn about Jesus and read about him and his word, and you can read the word. He cannot be separated from his word because his word is who he is. He is the word. So again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow and listen to the Sunday episode and come back tomorrow to listen to day six of A Year of No Fear. Thank you. Bye.